All right, I have a sneaking suspicion that baby's going to wake up as soon as we start. It's possible. So we should just go ahead and start, yeah? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, live from Clown World. Here we go. We're back again. And uh, we're just here to try to expose all the hypocrisy that we see in the world <laughs> and all the hypocrisy that we see in ourselves because we are definitely... Clowns. We are definitely clowns too. Because <laughs> 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 that's what Clown World is. We're just full of clowns out here. Just acting up, being clowning. crazy. Clowning. <laughs> we're just clowning hard out here. So, Yeah. So how are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. Yeah? I'm excited for our trip to Oregon. Yeah, yeah. We're flying out to Oregon tomorrow. Um, I'm, I'm excited for it, but I'm also like a, a little bit stressed about it too. Just the flight part or like yeah, other parts? Yeah, just the travel part of okay. it pretty much because I'm just like, ah, I want to take the podcast stuff, but it's just like going to be a hassle and then is it even going to be worth it to be able to like try to set it up in the house when we're like running around doing all this other crazy stuff too. So yeah, I'm just like, ah, what do I want to do and how do I stay in the best spirits about it? Maybe just sleep on it and see how you feel in the morning. Yeah. I don't know. I pretty much decided not to take the stuff. Okay. And just, I don't know. We'll, we'll podcast when we get back. Yeah. I know, even though two weeks does sound like a long time of not podcasting and trying to get into the flow. <laughs> but it's just like, ah, oh, we're still just beginning our show. It doesn't matter yeah. that much, but it matters kind of to me a little bit. I get the, like, the momentum bit. Mm -hmm. um, I guess it's also like, it would be cool to do a show from Oregon. And yeah. Maybe have friends from Oregon on it. Yeah, yeah. That but, part would be cool. But yeah. I also could see us like totally not even having time for it. So exactly. Yeah. I just don't know how it's going to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just trying to keep a level head about what's realistic. Expectations. And yeah, yeah. But not also making any decisions based on fear or laziness or yeah. know, just being inconvenienced. Like if I want it, just, just fucking pack it up and take the shit and we'll figure yeah, it out we'll there. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But at the other time, I don't know, it just seems like maybe not the wisest choice to make. So I'm just like stuck in this, like, what's yeah. the decision? I mean, it's like thing. the worst case scenario is that we make, we bring it, we, and then we don't end up using it. But that's like worst case. I mean, I mean, I could think a lot worse. I guess like if we broke the stuff on the way en route, <laughs> but I guess that'd be worst case. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, hmm. but I don't know. Yeah. That's just where my head is. And I mean, it's pretty late right now. It's like 1230. Yeah. yeah, we fly out. Good thing we don't fly out in the morning this time. That's good. Well, yeah. we would just stay up all night. <laughs> yeah, just podcast all night long. This all night long podcast show. We could just set up our podcast at the airport. Oh, that would be and hilarious. just like and then interview just random airport oh, people. Oh, I love that. That yeah, would be fun. That would be fun. Mm, we could just yeah, just go to the airport right now. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if they would let us in, but maybe. Yeah. <laughs> If we like, had like a lounge we could hang out at yeah, and just yeah. interview people. Yeah, if we had like, um, what do they call those? Like the like they would actually talk to us, but like maybe. I bet some people would though. I think I so. Mean, They're probably bored waiting for their flight. Yeah, I would say probably you three you out of 10 people would probably 30%, be down. 30%. 30%, yeah. That's a hike. We'd just be like, yeah, I'll talk to you on your podcast. What's your, what's your mm. podcast about? Yeah. What would you tell them? I don't know. I think I would just let them talk. I'd do it like Channel 5, just mm. like let them... Just go. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Channel Five's good because he does just love let people talk and and they say crazy stuff. Yeah, but he probably gets a lot of people that just don't want to talk. He probably has to yeah. ask a lot of different people before he finds. That's true. Yeah. I'd but love to get him on the show. Oh, that guy. That, that's a goal. Yeah. We should put that. Andrew something. Andrew. I don't know. Channel yeah. Five guy. Yeah, Channel Five guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So, what you doing over there? I see you like pulling books out and doing some studying got your laptop out i asked you what you want to do the show and you told me like 90 different things i was like all <laughs> no. right it's gonna be one of those shows yeah though. i couldn't really like pinpoint one thing mm-hmm. um i guess i really did a little deep dive into a lot of one stuff mm, okay some aaron apke stuff yeah um and then we did go to a gene keys book club this last tuesday yeah and so i was like oh maybe we could mm. touch into that how would you describe gene keys oh man it's like it's like an astrology, but for like understanding your psyche mm-hmm. and yeah, I think it's like inner work, like finding out who you are, what, what's the things that you need to work on, mm-hmm. what is the things you're naturally good at, yeah. what you're here to do. Yeah. Cause it's like you put in your, your birthday and it mm-hmm. just gives you, um, a profile, I guess mm-hmm. based astrology based, but I mean, you wouldn't know it if. I don't know. You just picked up the book. I don't feel like, I don't feel like they talk about planets and like constellations. Yeah. The book just kind of goes into the 64 keys, which Mm -hmm. are based on the Ching. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's a very poetic book. Yeah. It's, it's nice to read just to open up to a random page and Mm -hmm. then read about that particular shadow gift and city. Yeah. Yeah. Cause when I was uh, first going through it, um, I was going through like my profile and like my specific, um, genes mm-hmm. and my spheres and whatever they're called in mm-hmm. there and then i just realized that when i was uh like looking at yours and like hearing yours I was like man that's really good information just for me even though like those aren't like right tailored to my path it feels like but i mean there's just so much wisdom in the book anyways mm-hmm. that you can just open up to any of the 64 genes and they'll kind of give you maybe a new perspective on whatever that feeling is so mm-hmm. should we just do an example of one right now since we're talking we about could. it is there one in particular uh, just the one on the page. Let's just tarot it, you know, okay. just flip one. Random. So I have it open to my life's work gene key, which oh, okay. is the 49th yeah. gene key. Okay. Um, and it's the shadow of reaction. Oh, so okay. it's basically like kind of, it's rooted in fear. Mm-hmm. So it's based on like, okay, when we were more tribal and like we were scared of another tribe mm-hmm. possibly hurting us. So we have this like in knee-jerk reaction to react to another in fear and mm-hmm. to, to even kill someone yeah out of know. the necessary like, survival ne- yeah 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 so that kind of um frame of mind which maybe was necessary for us like maybe like if you're in a, a 2d being and you're like a an animal mm-hmm. and you have to like escape a predator you're kind of in that like survival mentality yeah, but it almost feels like you're coming out of uh if we go to like to law of one like mm-hmm. out of that uh 2d like the higher level 2d higher level two and then 3D. going into the three third like dimension right. of like making the choice so you're going from this like survival instinctual being mm-hmm. to like this conscious aware being of that has your choice. role yeah in, right in the grand scheme of everything Mm-hmm. okay so that kind of makes sense so right. the that was the shadow side that's of it. the shadow side okay and so the uh the gift is revolution okay so from the shadow if you unlock and dig deep within inside mm-hmm. of that shadow you'll find the gift of what again revolution Ooh. okay yeah so it's this gene key is more on the collective level mm-hmm. 
Um, but it's basically like figuring out the things that don't work and, mm, mm-hmm. you know, reshaping. Yeah. Like, yeah. And the city is rebirth. So like a complete like death of the old and like a ah. rebirth of like a new human, a new human society. Ah, yeah. It sounds yeah. like some, uh, some Gnosticism too, like mystical death. Work, yeah. It does know? tie into Gnosticism. Mm, okay. So what'd you, what'd you get from this gene key? Um, I get that like I can look back in my life and the times when I have been like the like the triggers of life, the yeah. things that like really trigger me. Mm-hmm. And I think in the past I would maybe be more like like there was no gap in time between the trigger and like a reaction. It was like mm-hmm. quick and like um explosive or abrasive. Mm-hmm. And now I think it's like the trigger still occurs, but I think I'm like a little bit more calm. Like the fear is there, but I have enough to control the outward expression of it. Yeah. Not a hundred percent. Right. But it's like, I can tell that it's like, um, and it helps like just reminding of myself of these principles of like, you have nothing to fear, mm-hmm. but like, even if things go completely opposite of what you hope for, plan for that, to trust that, that that's part of God's plan mm-hmm. and that, you're just, you can either accept it or resist it. Yeah. You know, and accepting means like being like, okay, such terrible, quote unquote, terrible thing happened. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's some good that will come of this. What yeah. is the lesson here, et cetera? Yeah. I feel like in every, in any kind of story or any kind of experience, there's a, a positive light you could probably shed on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's the whole point of Christianity and like the, the thing of Jesus going through all of those trials and just being like murdered. And then the bright side of that, he becomes like the king of the universe through all of those misfortunes that happen to him. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think that's a pretty cool way to look through the lens of like Christianity. Yeah. And it's, it, and you look at Jesus and he's pretty revolutionary, mm-hmm. you know, he's like, instead of like, and you attack me, I attack you. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, I forgive you. Mm-hmm. That's, pretty radical compared to like a, a species that's stuck in survival. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cause it's almost like you can't transcend or be what you're called to be. If you're just in that survival mm-hmm. instinct, unless you're just supposed to be an animal, you know? Sure. Yeah. That's, and that's your, that's your current state. Mm-hmm. That's what you're, what you're learning. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to evolve to the next level, it's like you have to make, break a new paradigm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you get the rebirth from that death, which is, yeah. Like, the phoenix rising mm-hmm. again so yeah ah, okay hmm were you just reading that gene key today yeah i would literally just read it now um because basically like earlier i tried to do the venus sequence mm-hmm. um through a richard rudd's website but now i'm seeing that maybe i should have done the activation sequence first yeah so it's, this might sound crazy but um yeah so yeah, basically the first part is the active is the activation sequency, mm-hmm. which has kind of four parts, which is like your life's work and then your evolution and the connection there is like a challenge. So mm-hmm. you're going to be challenged and that's going to help you evolve mm-hmm. and get into your what you do, yeah. your life's work. And that's like the conscious work. And that's that the you're conscious. Doing. That's the one that's most obvious. So you can mm-hmm. think of like, oh, yeah, this this is I can see those shadows like mm-hmm. in my events of life. And then the other side of the activation sequence is in the subconscious. 
So it's maybe not as easily seen. Um, and that is your radiance, like what keeps you healthy mm-hmm. um, and your purpose, which is just who you, your being, mm-hmm. not really what you do, but just like who you are. Yeah. You know? Yeah. When, uh, I guess we did our radiance uh, sphere mm-hmm. when we were at the, the Gene Q's event. book club. Yeah. Book club yeah. the other day. And I, I don't know. I really liked mine. Um, which one was yours again? Um, I don't know which number it was, but maybe it was like 30 or something like that. But I know the shadow was like half heartedness. Oh, and that's I was just a good like, one. yeah, it's like doing anything half heartedly is, is cursed and doomed from the start. Oh, yeah. To fail. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe you'll get through it. I mean, failure is such a perspective anyways. Like, right there's no such thing as failure if you don't believe in it. You know, it's just like, I just learned something new. I learned how to not do something. I mm-hmm. succeed. I succeeded in another way. So oh, you learned not to be half hearted. Yeah. Commit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then doing something like, uh, I think the, the gift was a uh, commitment mm-hmm. after half heartedness. And then you'll just see if you're committed to something that you'll actually have that better perspective of succeeding and life will bring in, um, blessings for you on that journey too and i've definitely noticed that in my life yeah like the universe if you commit some to something the universe kind of like almost like helps you yeah yeah exactly and then um i think the the city the highest state of that was uh, like devotion Mm -hmm. and i'm um interested to see how i get there and what i discover on that path because i just feel like i'm just now getting out of the half-heartedness phase Mm -hmm. and unlocking that gift of just if I'm going to do something, commit to it. If I'm not going to do it, then don't commit, you know? Right. And, just and find something else. You're allowed to change your mind. Mm-hmm. It's not like if you commit to something, it's like till death or something. Yeah, it's yeah. more just like knowing the natural rhythm of like seeing something out to its end, mm-hmm. its natural end. Yeah. And not, knowing when it comes yeah, yeah. to an end and not right. just like over committing to something. Yeah. Not over committing mm-hmm. and not under committing. Yeah. But committing in like right, correct measure. Yeah. So that one was pretty huge for me. I feel like I was figuring, because a lot of this stuff I feel like I'm figuring out, but I'm just, it's so internalized that I don't have a way of expressing it. Mm -hmm. And then I'll hear things in Gene Keys or or just reading the Bible or Mm -hmm. reading reading spiritual texts, Course in Miracles. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly how I feel. And then like having the words that go with it and like usually like like Course in Miracles, like, oh man, it's so beautiful Mm -hmm. how it's just conveyed out. It's just so inspiring that I'm like, yeah, okay, that takes me to my next level. Like the seed was already there, the plant was already growing, but it's just like that burst of light that just hits it. And it's mm-hmm. just like, okay, now it's just time to bloom. Let's bring right. the flowers out. Let's get into the gifts. So yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Mm. So you got some uh some gene keys floating around in your head. Yeah, some gene keys. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what else you got going on in that brain of yours? Um let's see. I guess I was diving into some of Aaron Apke's work. And yeah. he talks about um, the three egoic beliefs. Mm. Um, and like, essentially, this is kind of getting down to like, why do we suffer? And like, he kind of separates those into three emotions, which mm. are sadness, anger, and fear. Mm-hmm. And you could say that sadness is caused by our belief in lack. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't have enough. I'm sad. Mm-hmm. And then the reaction to that is probably like, okay, well, I'm going to go try to get what it is I want. Yeah. And then when I can't get that, I get angry, Mm. you know? And then there's this belief that like I'm in control that um, can cause fear and stress and anxiety. Mm -hmm. Like saying like, oh, like I have to provide for my family Mm -hmm. and being like, it's all me. I have to do it. 
And then it's like weird because in a sense, yes, you do in yeah, a way. Exactly. But it's also like you have to realize that God is working through you mm-hmm. and that to not think that it's just you yeah. separately out alone against the whole universe. Like that's <laughs> not, <laughs> that's not the case. Yeah. Um, yeah. He says like basically that I can, I guess I can play like. Oh yeah. Clip. You have a clip. Uh, wait up. Yes. Wait up. Let me bring this up for you then. Everything I appear to do is really what God is doing through me. And if I'm doing something evil, that's because God's allowing my karma to express through me so that I can see it, so that others can see it, so we can have this reflection to refine ourselves. So there's never something happening outside of God's will, but that's difficult to see when we're not zooming out and when we're only looking at the individual level, but then we see only good and evil and we grapple between them. But there is a greater plan that's carrying itself out, right? And seeing that greater cosmic plan that's acting itself through all of us is how we transcend those three beliefs. Ooh, yeah. I like that. I also like how this show's just becoming like an Aaron Abke uh, <laughs> clip show. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of Aaron Abke. Um, I mean, he's just putting out good content. Yeah, he's on his shit right now. He's, he really he's on it. Yeah. He's really, yeah. I actually shared this video with my mom and she, oh, yeah. she, she, was, she was watching in, it. Yeah. Oh, nice. When we FaceTimed her, she's like, yeah, I'm watching the video. I really ah, like it. Yeah, he explains things really well, like really deep metaphysics things and he has a really strong like background in like christianity too he so he like ties that all together within mm-hmm. law of one and course of miracles course of miracles and yeah it's uh it's it's pretty good yeah I mean, and I, a, I honestly send it to my mom because like in the title it's like the world is waking up and aliens are here to help yeah <laughs> and i yeah. knew she was like that <laughs> yeah but i was worried that she wouldn't get to that part because they don't talk about aliens so like the very like last yeah and it's not that much about it's aliens. not that much yeah, yeah it's like really not but mm-hmm. i feel like it's just clickbait they're just like people like aliens let's put aliens in the title <laughs> yeah i think yeah i think that was going for more clickbait because i think i posted right. that on my instagram too mm-hmm. just for people because i just thought the content was so good oh, and i was great. so surprised that it did say something about aliens because i think i shared it before i even got to the alien part yeah and I was like you were like, like did they even talk about aliens? <laughs> yeah. it's at the very end yeah and oh oh so uh, weren't you talking about aliens and stuff too before this show yes oh are you tying is this, is this where this is going yes yeah, so oh. i can tie it kind of back okay, into okay. that um so basically he kind of went over this theory of his which i is loosely oh mm-hmm. baby's crying yeah okay we'll take a break then All right, little Mish Mish. She has joined us. Yes. <laughs> I like, um, so I started my podcast today. I heard about this. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. Did, how, what was the inspiration for this? And I have no idea still what the inspiration was. I was just walking around the house. Maybe I was just bored and I was like, I want to do something like, I don't Creative, know. expressive. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I was like, should I start my podcast today? And I was like, no, I'm not ready for that. <laughs> There's no way. And then I was half-heartedly actually setting up oh no, the podcast. Michael. <laughs> I know. And then I was at the same time, I was thinking of things I could talk about on my podcast. And the uh-huh. things I was that were going through my brain, I was like, oh, this is good stuff. Mm-hmm. I need to set this up quicker. But I'm like, as I'm like half-heartedly setting things up, I'm like coming up with good content in my head. So it's like I was fighting myself in some mm-hmm. really weird way of just like my actions were half-heartedly, but my mind was like, let's do this thing. So it was like, Interesting. yeah, it was really weird. Then I finally just set it up and then I just overthought it at first. And I was like, nah, I just got to hit the button and start talking because mm-hmm. that's what I want to do. I mean, 
I don't know why. I but listened to a little bit of it and it was interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It felt like a good stream of consciousness. And I'm just going to keep it raw and unfiltered and not really add any music to it and just like turn that. the microphone on and just try yeah. not to overthink it. It's almost know? like a like a diary, like mm-hmm. an audio diary. Yeah, it is. It's exactly an audio uh, diary because I want to keep like a journal, but I've journaled before. You're an but auditory it, learner. Yeah, like yeah. Listener. We were talking about that earlier. It's like I like audio books. I like, like to podcast. podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's just like this is. You like audio diaries? <laughs> mm-hmm. This is where I want to be. So here I am. And then yeah, Misha was because uh, I kept saying in the first episode like I'm doing this podcast alone. And every time I would say I was alone, like Misha would make a sound, and I'm like, okay, I'm not really alone. Misha's here too. She was like, hey, what about me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So maybe that'll just grow into a, a me and Misha podcast at some point. But That's fair. yeah, I'm going to try to keep that going because I think I did three episodes within um, within 24 hours because I did one oh. last night uh-huh. and then I did two today. Okay. Yeah. And they slowly started getting longer and more like um, um, like I wasn't just like going into silence as much, you know, okay. like it felt more like it was starting to stream out. Mm, okay. And, uh, no writer's block or audio blocks. Yeah. Yeah. I think I got uh, maybe a little bit past that just in those episodes, at least who knows what's going to happen in the future, mm-hmm. but it started getting a lot more comfortable. And as I was doing it, it was feeling really good. I was like getting some weird kind good. of little, little high or a little buzz off of just creating and just being vulnerable and just saying what's on my mind yeah and it just i was like man how why would i have such a block for this because Mm. the the goal of this show if i have a goal i'm not going to hold on to this expectation though (laughs) but it's like i would like to do this in a a stand-up format and talk to a live crowd and just stream my thoughts oh okay to a live crowd with like in a stand-up kind of uh, atmosphere mm-hmm. like stand-up comedy but not just not exactly go, comedy but just like live stream yeah conscious. like maybe it'll be funny yeah just like yeah just going on stage and just having like a live stream of consciousness that would be cool if you just had an event where just people got up on stage and just like live stream yeah commentary and, i don't mm-hmm. know yeah and then you maybe you can just like uh just pass the mic off to somebody else <laughs> and they just go up there and just like yeah just go up there and talk so yeah that'd be that, interesting. that's where i want to take it i mean mm. but this was step one and it was, I thought it was gonna be harder than it was because it felt like such a mountain at first just to turn on a microphone and just start talking into yeah, the void. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I haven't really been nervous on a mic with, um, with you or like Josh in a long okay. time. And I feel like I've gotten really comfortable as long as somebody else is there. Like when I first started podcasting, of course it was just like, Oh, well, that's why I'm I think like stand up comedy is, is hard because mm-hmm. it's like, it's, Easy to easier to be funny, I think, when you're riffing off someone else, mm-hmm. you're kind of like bantering back and forth. Yeah. But just to be like the solo projector, yeah, is like a totally different thing. Yeah, and it's not definitely not stand up comedy that I want to do, unless I would, unless I wrote some stuff out, uh-huh. and maybe it would work because that's what stand up comedy is. But this is more like improv. But I don't know. Yeah, it's just a stream of conscious mm-hmm. improv, and then. But I kind of want to talk to the audience too. I want them to feel like a part of it. Like okay. I just don't want to go up there and just like close my eyes and just say what's on my mind, you know? Right. So I don't know. I'm still, still working it out, but at the same time, it's like, it doesn't need to be worked out. I just have to feel comfortable enough to do it. And once I am, then I can go to open mic and just do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it, that's the journey. That's the journey that I'm on right now. So Meryl, 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 Meryl. All right. Tell me about some aliens. All right, so have you heard of the Fermi paradox? Mm, yeah, that's about why we haven't found aliens or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so... Um, but please explain it. 
Yeah. So Fermi paradox is like, okay, if there's so many planets that could sustain life out there, like where are the aliens? Mm -hmm. Why haven't we seen them? And some people believe that it's like that according to Fermi paradox, that maybe societies like self-destruct before they get the chance Mm -hmm. to be intergalactic or to travel. Yeah. Um, And that's that's why you don't see them. Yeah. We're kind of getting to that point now, you know? Yeah, like what if we just like self-destruct before that happens? We have the tools right. yeah, to make um, civilization disappear. So that's how I understood it at first. Um, but Law of One kind of dives deeper into that mm-hmm. and explains it even more. Oh, um, yeah. And uh, so basically, um, we're in the 3D, so we're in like where you're making a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're assuming that aliens are just like us, but really they've already made the choice. They've mm-hmm. already polarized either positive or negative. Yeah. So they're kind of, um, they're past, they're, they're not in the veil like we are. Yeah. We're so these would be aliens that have um, moved beyond the third density. Right. Because other third density planets aren't capable of contacting us, right? They would be similar to us, like how we can't really... Contact that's that's any my other feeling is that there, if you're in third density, that you're probably not intergalactic. Yeah. I mean, I'm not 100% sure if that's true, but mm-hmm. it seems like you'd be more evolved before that would occur. Yeah. So. Because you're going to develop technologies that are so crazy at mm-hmm. that point that you're probably either going to destroy yourself or take that leap into the fourth density mm-hmm. and you're going to evolve and become a planet of right. abundance and love and mm-hmm. safety and security. Right. Or you're just going to completely self-destruct. So right. you're teetering on that edge at the end of third density. At the end of third density. Yeah. Um, so basically, the positive polarity, since they know that in order to essentially curb the negative polarity from just going and conquering all planets mm-hmm. and enslaving them, um, the positive polarity essentially protects, shields mm-hmm. um, 3D developing planets yeah. so that negative polarities will not come and invade mm-hmm. and it doesn't infringe on Pond's free will essentially because they're not telling the ne- negative polarities to not invade or mm-hmm. come here <laughs> should we take a little break mm, yeah we can take a break right there and we're back yeah we're back <laughs> baby's happy i think so yeah so the the love aliens are shielding <laughs> us huh they're essentially we're in a quarantine a shield where they just wrap our planet with love energy Mm -hmm. and so um the negative polarity it takes a lot of effort to polarize negative yeah so they don't want to risk losing any polarity so they're essentially like hey we're not going to go near that love energy so they won't come here physically perhaps Mm -hmm. but they will um telepathically or psychically try to communicate with beings on this planet Mm -hmm. and work through them you know so how would they work through beings or beam down so psychological attacks. Yeah, the way I think about it is maybe they reach out to beings on the 3D planet that are polarizing negative on that mm-hmm. path. And so they are already tuned in. They've already given their free will essentially to like, hey, I'm interested in the negative path. So then mm-hmm. the negative path can be like, oh, you're interested. Let mm-hmm. me share. Maybe do this. Why don't you try to enslave your other fellow humans? Mm-hmm. And so essentially the negative path is working through those 3D beings to enslave the others. Yeah. Um, and then the positive polarity, they don't want to infringe on free will, even though they could come down here and like give us technology that would make earth a utopia Mm -hmm. and all this stuff. But they, 
they don't want to infringe on us because there's still people on earth who are afraid of aliens mm-hmm. or who think aliens are scary or evil and or religions that don't believe in aliens so yeah. they can't really come down here and be open about it until enough people are like welcoming of them mm-hmm. or or believe in them mm. uh, but we're kind of in this like acclimatizing phase of like the positive aliens and us and you could look at it like if you went on safari and you're like studying zebras like you wouldn't just like run into the herd of zebras and be like hey i'm here to film you you'd yeah. probably be at a distance like looking filming waiting for them to be comfortable enough with you for you to get closer mm-hmm. and so that's kind of how an alien would approach us oh okay because we're still kind of in the there's still a remnant of that 2d state mm-hmm. if we're still in the the survival kind of mindset so that mm-hmm. kind of makes sense yeah right and the way i understand about like the positives not being able to um it's like almost like they have to go through like our governments because those are our like our elected officials. Those are the right. people those that are like, we gave our power we to. We gave our so power like we, to. They're like, damn, we have to go through these people, even though mm-hmm. like they're also the evil people who are trying to polarize negatively. Right. But they're the ones we gave our power to. Yeah, yeah. Because and, we were talking about earlier when we were on a walk how um evil has to be very sophisticated on the mm-hmm. high end. Mm-hmm. Because if it's like unsophisticated evil then you're out there just like breaking into cars and just like and murdering people. And you get caught and you go yeah, to jail pretty yeah. quickly. Like it gets stamped you. out. Yeah, karma catches you really quickly if you're doing evil in a like unintelligent, unsophisticated way. way. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, then you get people like, you know, the Bill Gates, the Klaus Swabs of the world mm-hmm. and they're doing all this evil and, and they they seemingly don't get caught even though it's all out in the open, but they're yeah. very meticulous. They're crossing yeah. their T's and dotting their uh-huh. I's about making sure they're that passing off that karmic debt to their underlings pretty much, you know, just like the U S and like the military, you know, mm-hmm. like they pass that off to the soldiers. So when they murder somebody, you know, well, you they're signed on the up front for lines. It. Yeah. Yeah. You're on the front line. So mm-hmm. yeah. Makes yeah. sense. That's why they're not the ones getting murdered. So yeah. And uh, one thing Aaron mentioned that I thought was an interesting theory was that the positive polarity ETs have actually offered us all this tech mm-hmm. in return for us getting rid of our nukes mm-hmm. and, and ending the systems of enslavement on our planet. But essentially, the powers that be, the governments they talk to were just like, nah. It's like, no, we've chosen the dark <laughs> path. Like, right. I have to graduate out of negative 3D, you know, mm-hmm. and go to that next stage. So. Exactly. So um, he also mentions, and Law of One mentions this, how aliens, ETs have interfered in times when we have tried to use nuclear weapons mm. so do you don't think that um kind of uh manipulates free will at all in a sense so uh it does in a way yes mm. um and i think that their theory on how it's a minimal manipulation on free will mm-hmm. is that essentially the majority of the people on the planet don't want nuclear weapons mm. to go off that it's only a select few that you know have access to these that, that are sense. trying to make it happen. Yeah. And so they're like, okay. And they, they're tapped into our global consciousness. So they know like, Hey, most people don't want this. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, Hey, we'll, we'll stop thousands from hundreds of thousands from dying. If we just stop these nukes from, yeah, that makes sense because maybe, um, like in the first, uh, atomic bombs that went off in like Hiroshima and Nagasaki, mm-hmm. people didn't really know. At they that didn't point. know. And they so were maybe just like, that's what you do. You bomb your enemy. So it's like, right. fuck it, you know, so maybe those were allowed to occur mm-hmm. because they didn't want to infringe on free will. Yeah, and a lot of people probably just didn't care. Maybe the majority of people. Yeah, were they just, just like, thought it yeah. was just another war weapon. Mm-hmm. And then once maybe people were like, "Wow, this is big deal." Yeah, you know, 
they um there was enough collective you know consciousness yeah. saying hey we don't want that for yeah. them to be like okay now we can like actually and you could look at it like if Misha grabbed a knife mm-hmm. and we took it away from her. <laughs> you know, that's yeah, kind of like, how it is. Nobody <laughs> wants this. You don't even want that, Misha. You don't you, want that. Yeah, like, you don't know what that does. You don't know what that does. So <laughs> it's just like us. Like we're babies. We're we playing are playing with nuclear weapons. Baby and... clowns. That's what we are. <laughs> baby clowns. Yes. <laughs> I needed to make an AI baby clown image. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe for this podcast. For this and that's episode. like, yeah. Dropping nuclear weapons sounds like the clowniest thing you could do. It's yeah. like you have like your home and you're just like oh let me just drop bombs on it yeah, yeah yeah it's like uh it's like taking a shit in your bed <laughs> yeah something a baby would do yeah. <laughs> sorry Misha. or somebody with a really weird fetish you know? oh god no <laughs> yeah we're not gonna go into poop <laughs> we're not gonna fetish. go there uh okay that's Hmm. Yeah. So that's why aliens, we, we haven't contacted them yet. So why do like random people, you know, sometimes have alien encounters? Because they may on some level either believe in aliens or want to have the encounter. Mm, like well, okay. I remember how we went to that C5 event stuff, yeah. even though we, I don't, I didn't see any aliens. But yeah. I don't know if I wanted to see them as much as I do now. Like now I'm all about like, I'm, I'm really working up the nerve to be like, I'm ready to see some aliens. Like, I feel like I'm pretty close. Like one time I, I was, when we were at the farm, mm-hmm. I was like, I really want to see aliens. And yeah. I was like, I wanted them to show up at the farm. Mm-hmm. But then I was like walking around at night on yeah. the farm and I was like, actually, <laughs> no. I changed my mind. I don't want to see them. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Thank yeah. You. I've had that same kind of thing of like, like I feel something out there and I'm like, hmm, I want to just turn around and there'd be an alien. But it's just like, why is he creeping, though? Can he just like, <laughs> like slowly pull his spaceship up, uh-huh. you know, and like have some lights, like a light show and just like, hello, human or something happy. Like, I'm always thinking like I'm just gonna be walking through the woods and I like turn my flashlight and it's like E.T. like mode. I'm just like, oh, shit. Even though E.T. was a very friendly alien, but he, he scared the shit out of Elliot. In that first scene where they met so yeah does it have to be that way i mean some people think aliens are walking among us and they look like us enough yeah like that lady on the plane when she saw the aliens yeah that shit was crazy <laughs> or interdimensional <laughs> beings i don't know what she saw but. yeah same thing i don't know that's just the same same you know so right anything that's not human is either alien angel or interdimensional being and those all those words are interchangeable to me kind of so. right and you're from are you familiar with like project Bluebeam? I hear it, but some, I don't know. I'm, I'm, anytime somebody asks me about something, I just want to say no, just so that maybe they'll fill me in on the gaps. Yeah, on things that I might be missing in my head. So even if it's something I think I know a lot about, I just want to say, nah. (laughs) And I've heard it through a few different sources, but it's basically this idea that they'll fake a alien attack using like holographic technology Mm -hmm. and then be like, hey, the aliens are attacking us. Like, we need to fight them, and and then that will like bring in a one world government of oh, sorts. Okay, yeah, um, that's an idea. Just the classic playbook of create the problem and then fix it. You know, yeah, like, uh, yeah, problem reaction solution. Mm-hmm. Just make them afraid of something, and then you know we have more control over them. Right, just yeah. like the reaction jinky. Oh yeah, I mean they're mm-hmm. probably working high level inside of the shadow frequencies of all of these gene cues. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's like cytic states, but the other way, like negative cytic states of gene cues. I mean, I I think the negative polarity, they do understand metaphysical law. Oh, yeah. Like, they're very well-versed. Yeah, it's they're just super they're wise. applying it to, you know, the dark 
support the dark side. Yeah, because like even in the Bible, like the serpent is supposed to be the wisest of all mm-hmm. the creatures, and he's the one trying to deceive humans, you know. Right. And then Jesus talks to his disciples, and he's like, "You need to be as wise as serpents, but as innocent, innocent as, as doves." doves. Yeah. Right. So it's just like there's something very, very intelligent about evil, you know, and right. how it has to organize and how it has to manipulate and trick you into you giving it its power. Right. And it's also, another thing is like, you don't really fight evil with other more evil. Mm -hmm. It's almost like you have to love it in Mm -hmm. a way, like back to love it, accept it, understand Mm -hmm. it, forgive it. Mm -hmm. And then it's just like, and then what is it at that point? Right. I mean, and it's, it's hard to, at the individual level, it's hard to do, right? If someone's mm-hmm. really wronged you or if someone abused you and like yeah. to like forgive them is like, it seems like a monumental task or mm-hmm. like, it seems like, why would I have to forgive them? They did something terrible, yeah. you know, but it's just like, that's, that's the rule. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like they're still going to have to pay for that in some right. way. Exactly. Like you, you have free will of sorts, which is arguable, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, you're not free of the consequences of your actions. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. And uh, even though I do believe that everybody ends up back at source and that hell isn't eternal. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the the fire of hell is eternal. Like it'll always be that option of you um, try to go against what you're made to be. It's going to be a bad time, you know, mm-hmm. for forever. I think that's just how. And that's and like, the forever like part it, of hell it, that I think exists. I feel like it's forever in the sense until you realize that you're doing it wrong. Yes. You know? Yeah. And so it may seem like forever. It could be a long time. But yeah. like if you go down the wrong path long enough, I feel like you're like, wait, mm-hmm. I want to stop the suffering. Yeah. It's and, like, I don't, and my thing is, is like, I don't think that just God would create something to banish it forever into hell, you know? Right. That yeah. doesn't make any sense. Because then it means he failed in creating something. He failed know? in creating something and also it just implies that he's wrathful, mm-hmm. which is not, yeah. you know, Yeah, and he can't get a make point sense. across to something. But I don't know. I see it as like you would stay, like if there was a crazy person in this house mm-hmm. and we locked him in the room or something like that, like we're not going to let him out until we know he's not crazy anymore. Or he's not a threat. Yeah, he's not a no. threat. He's not crazy. So it's like you have to stay in that place away from everything that you can hurt until you figure out that you shouldn't be going down that path. So I think like the place of hell can exist for forever for people to go. When but it's they're, self-created. Yeah, it's self-created hell because you're not fulfilling what you're here to do mm-hmm. in a way. And then if you're going against what you were made to be, then it's just... You're, you're going to feel ha- like you're in hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So, hmm. yeah. All right, so got some aliens, got some hell talk in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bouncing what this about, baby over here. What are your feelings on, like, free will? Mm, free will. Um... Hmm. Versus destiny, I guess. Free will versus destiny. Free will versus destiny. Yeah, um, I think that was in that video too. And I really mm-hmm. like how they explained like how free will is um you can either go with what you're supposed to be, or you can fight against that, you mm-hmm. know. And if you fight against that, then you're you're almost you're just going against like the like the fabric of of 
everything. Yeah, it's like going, accepting or resisting what is, Mm -hmm. you know? And I feel like any time that I do resist what is, even if I don't like it, you know, it's like, oh, like, um, I didn't get the job I wanted or Mm -hmm. the person I like doesn't like me back. It's like when you resist that reality, you feel, you don't feel good. Yeah. But if you just like accept it, like, okay, I didn't get that job. So hey, maybe I'm meant to get a different one. That yeah, because there's infinite or possibilities that, that person. Yeah. yeah, so it's just like accepting... Reality. Reality. <laughs> Things yeah. that you can't control, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then using what you can control, which is using your free will, mm-hmm. which is mostly um, inside of your own consciousness. That's where mm-hmm. you can really execute your free will the most out of using your just different <laughs> perspectives to see the world the way you need to see it to be happy right so that's where free will mostly plays out i think that's true and i think having different perspectives i think it's important like when we have disagreements with someone that Mm -hmm. there that there's usually some truth in every perspective yeah that it's like that's the part you can affirm Mm -hmm. to someone but still provide your perspective which could be completely opposite yeah and I feel like a lot of the gene keys are like these balancing of opposites mm-hmm. of like, hey, they're both true and they're opposite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The world is very quantum. Even like yeah. physics is getting into that mm-hmm. now. So it's just like whether it's like string theory or like quantum oh. entanglement or anything like right. that. It's just like even our our set laws or laws of mathematics are becoming very magical. And right. like, I don't know, it's almost feeling like sorcery. At some point, like this particle <laughs> over here is affecting that particle way over there, and they're not even touching, and it's just like because they're all one. Yeah, and so, so it's, it's like it's like you wouldn't. Yeah, they may be at great distances if you. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like a like as for example, like a higher density being is not dealing in distances, right? It's just mental thought. Yeah, maybe in yeah. multiple places. Yeah. Oh, poor baby. Poor baby. <laughs> You're going to be on a plane tomorrow. Yeah. Let's see. Can I pass you this baby? Yes. And see if she'll be happy on the titty? Yes. Oh, man. I love how we're trying to podcast with a baby. Hey, like well, that. we do everything with our baby. Yeah, that's true. So why not podcast? Oh, okay, baby. Do you want nipple? Oh, she's on the nipple right now. This is why we need a live stream, you know? <laughs> Put it on OnlyFans. OnlyFans. <laughs> People really want to watch someone nursing. <laughs> While we're talking about really esoteric and weird things, so yeah. Hmm. All right, what else you got? Um, let's see. Um, I guess I don't know. Yeah. Hey, yeah. man, we can wrap it we there. Can wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, we got a forty-two minute show. This will be the last one before we go to Oregon, and then um, yeah, like we'll. We'll come back and then we'll really get on it. Like this is like the preseason of us <laughs> pre-season. before. Yeah. Before we really start getting into the show. So yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that was live from clown world and uh, we will see y'all. I don't know when, but hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. Bye. <laughs>